0: The Grinch. This that's this week's movie. So welcome back to Average Joe's, and uh, we were being a little Grinchy um, just <laughs> off mic here Practicing. a minute ago, talking about some of the the various things that we have to go to as uh, as parents during the Christmas season. So uh, I got Chris and Levi and uh, Brad. Yep. I am stumbling over your name and yeah. uh, br- 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 I Forget my own sometimes. Uh, and myself, Mike. We're missing Ryan. We're, missing, we're yeah. actually missing the again. Like, yeah, we're, the we're missing the fact that we got. Was <laughs> was. Where is he? So last week, I apologized that for whatever reason we had a, a right error in the card, and then I put in a new card, and I thought I hit record, and then. We get done. I get home, and I'm like, this was a great podcast we did on It's a Wonderful Life and found out life really isn't that wonderful, and it didn't record. so
1: We got uh, to see an image of what it's like when we don't have Ryan. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is
0: recording, right? Yeah, we're good. (laughs) Sound check. So... What do you what do we got? I watched The Grinch today, but while I was doing a sermon, so it was just over here. Uh, <laughs> is
2: that going to affect the, the sermon? It's funny cuz
0: Rachel Bowman and uh, Kim Boyles just recorded their podcast before us and uh, and they said the exact same thing. They're like, "Oh, this I bet this sermon's got a lot of Grinch." In it. <laughs> no, actually it's got a salvation message in it. But uh, well, there's salvation in The Grinch.
2: Salvation. Mm. From... There's there's
1: grace, there's redemption. Oh. Well, leave us down that road then please mm-hmm. All right. so i don't have to <laughs> well so we're, we're talking specifically jim carrey's grinch right? yes. we're not talking about the new grinch or the you good know, grinch the yeah. dr seuss 30 minute grinch we're talking right. about the jim carrey's grinch yeah so always thinking about that movie as well it's a household staple for us every year christmas multiple times and we get to see it at my in-laws house and things mm-hmm. like that the you know they set up a great backstory to potentially why the Grinch was the Grinch and it always like I always amazed that like his, he's not super anti Christmas he's anti to the idea of what the Christmas idea is yeah. and what he perceives it to be is because he grew up under that false pretenses where it was kind of shoved down your throat and it was a very commercialized version yeah of Christmas and it was all of the big spending and the lights and the festivities and all of these things being pushed down his throat, having to be there, having to grow up on it, and then feeling disattached to it because he was made fun of.
0: Yeah, and he, well, and he, he, he was made the, he made that gift for the girl that mm-hmm. he liked, and then he was made fun of, and he smashes it, and then he goes on that diatribe later in the movie because uh, it's fresh in my mind where. Um, he uh, he talks about all of the their toys and their stuff just makes it to the landfill. You play, yep. you ride the pony two times, and then you gotta get rid of it. And mm. the word he used that stuck out was avarice. It's just avarice. Uh, and <laughs> I'm like you know, there's some there's a hard hitting truth that you Good would not word. expect to come out
1: of Hollywood. Um, <clears throat> but that's what, but I could see like even taking it to you know, growing up, I always had a different fond memory of what Christmas was. And yeah, as a kid, it's the presents and the stockings. And always was fortunate enough to grow up in a family where it was pointed back towards the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like that's what, like, really what we're celebrating and that it was never that missed message. And, but I, I can see where the farther removed we are going from absolute truth, where we get to this commercialized state where it's just it is avarice. It's it's buying a whole bunch of stuff and spending a lot of money and all these other things that people feel like they're forced to do. This season, where I can see people feeling Grinchy, like I can see why people don't want to listen to Christmas music. Where I can see where oh I gotta put up the Christmas decorations. I can't, I you know it's Christmas. Oh they can't play this music yet. We can't do that yet, because we've taken Christmas and we've moved it into such a place of high expectations high high price points, constantly being busy, constantly having to go someplace, and everything becomes a, uh, you know, we're all Fight Club guys sitting right here. It's like week seven or week eight of Fight Club. Everything, be- oh, it's just one more thing I got to do. It's one more thing. Like, I can't wait for this holiday to end so that I can put my house back together. I can not have to worry about my bills, or I can start paying the bills that I just accrued through the month. And I can have my house back, my people back, my life back, my schedule back. Where if that's all that you're looking at, and I can say that's the Grinch's point of view, was that's what he was seeing. That it was just this marketed, commercialized expectation. And in the middle of that, feeling very alone. Mm -hmm. Feeling like he didn't really have... Anybody, you know, there's a scene in where he's sitting in the cave where he's talking about his to-do list. Yeah. I've I got dinner with me. I can't counsel
2: that. <laughs> 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 or even his echo
1: is ridiculing him right. and mocking him. So it's like even sitting in his cave, he is still feeling very much alone. Yeah. And I, I imagine that as we've kind of gone through and things pick up but year after year and year, it just kind of seems to get more extravagant where it leaves a lot of guys and women feeling that way. And it's, it's, we can be Grinchy. We can, it's, we go back to the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You had, high, he had high expectations on his family, but then couldn't deliver. But when they fell apart, turned miserable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just, it becomes those things where when you get to the end of the movie, and one of the, what I love is, you know, it took one person reaching out to the Grinch to build that bridge. One One person to show that. She cared yeah. that he wasn't just left alone. That she put in the effort. She climbed the mountain. She she constantly was. She spoke up to the mayor. She
0: spoke up and, to the mayor, and eventually her dad followed along and, mm-hmm. st- and stood up with her. Like it was that was neat to see. Um, you know this young child lead the way in some regards to, you know how we're oh, we're gonna love the Grinch. We're gonna invite him to be the <laughs> what do they call him the. the ambassador of cheer or something. I don't
2: remember what it was. But The Holiday Cheer The Holiday cheer-meister. cheermeister. There it is. The <laughs> Holiday Cheermeister.
1: <laughs> this is not food pudding. What is it then? <laughs> I heard there was a check. <laughs> Child mentioned a check. <laughs> but you know that but I think to a lot of point take Christmas out of it. I think there's a lot of reasons why people are disenfranchised with even churches at that point with it too. Is it becomes a lot of things to do in check marks. check marks where it's easy to get into a hardened heart. And they can look have a negative view of Christians because this is just what you you guys are just always about this. You're always against this Mm -hmm. and building, being able to build those bridges to show people that we care offers up what I love the best about whatever Grinch movie you're watching is there's redemption. Mm -hmm. There's a heart change. There's, there's a, a, a 180 degree repentance of everything that happened. Um, and I, I think that's that's amazing. And I think if people took a step back from the commercialized side of Christmas, I'm not saying that you got you know don't get presents for your kids and things like that. But if we go back to the the heart of Christmas, it really is about celebrating the birth of Christ and being with your family. Right. It's not about gifts. It's about the
0: gift, right? The birth of the gift. Right. And if we can point back to that, and you know the that redemption. Um, it it was interesting to me, and you guys are gonna laugh at me for this, but as as cruel as the Grinch was, um, and mean, he had a dog, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't have a dog <laughs> unless yeah. you've got some kind of mm-hmm. heart, and um, <clears throat> and so he wasn't so far gone that he that redemption wasn't, um, you know, wasn't a uh, an option for him, you know, and. I, I don't know why it stuck out to me, but there's people we feel like, oh, that person just drives mm-hmm. me crazy. They're probably never going to make it to having got a thing. And then, <laughs> like, well, they got a dog. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but, but there's, you know, that question of, yep. uh, you know, can we be so far removed that redemption can't be offered? But, but
1: I think the Grinch was trying to put live out a persona that he really wasn't as well. Too. Deep down inside, right. the Grinch wanted the relationships. Deep down inside, mm-hmm. the yep. Grinch wanted... Those connections and to not be alone. So, yep. but every opportunity he had to give that image, and the little girl saw. You know. Yep. What's her name?
2: Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou Who <laughs> saw
1: through that, and continued to pursue. Yeah. And and that you know that's why he had Max. That's why he, he didn't want to be alone.
0: Yep. I I wonder as men are there walls that we put up, um, because we've been hurt or because we were ridiculed or we were. Mocked at some point, and so we we put up this persona, um, and and like well, I'm not gonna let that hurt me again, and I'm sure there are. I don't, I'm not thinking of any off the top of my head, but, um, but you know, in that regard, it's I think that's something we do as men, and and probably women do it as well, but mm-hmm. we put up a wall and we're like, I'm just not gonna get, I'm not gonna let anybody tease me again or. Mm-hmm. Uh, about my shaved or my hairy face or whatever it was he had that hairy face and,
1: mm-hmm. um, 12 years old and you have a
0: beard <laughs> <laughs> and then Cindy Lou at the end kisses his his cheek and he goes and she said you know your cheeks he goes are hairy and she goes no he goes smell or smelly she goes no warm you know that they mm-hmm. she kind of melts through that but mm-hmm. uh and I don't, I'm not thinking any off the top of my head, but I know that I've done it, um, in the past where I've, I've just put up a persona that, you know, yeah. and you, and we see it, you know, you can see it in, in everyday life and in the church and in places where, um, uh, you know, like I have a friend of mine who's, who is in prison and he puts up this tough guy image, you know, that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're Brad's gonna, sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not gonna get through this. I'm a hardened criminal. Mm. And you find out that he stole a candy bar when he was a kid or something. But cut the tag off the mattress. But then you get to talk to him You're like, dude, you are the sweetest guy out there. Like you don't what you know, what's with the persona kind of thing?
1: Mm. Well I think from I mean from a man's standpoint is just that it's keeping people at bay. Mm-hmm. We you know, it's either you're growing up in a household or it's like you know, you had to stiff upper lip pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you know, yep. there's no crying in baseball like and just kind of made to maybe even feel like you're what you were going through at the moment was being dismissive and passive where you couldn't actually just deal with it. Mm-hmm. That it just kind of becomes like you said it's that I'm not going to get hurt again. I know for, I can tell you one of the things that I struggle with in my life is I live my life by a general rule of DTA. I don't trust anyone. Hmm. And so I have a tendency of keeping things close to the chest and that goes through my work and it goes, and it's, I'm going to cover my backside and I'm going to make sure that at the end of it, I'm not doing anything that's going to cause some backlash on me. Um, so I, I think we can all give those, those images. It just takes those opportunities and persistence
2: men i think tend to uh cover their uh vulnerable feelings with anger aggression see a lot of tattoos i still want one but my favorite scene in in uh, grinch this year i watched it probably two weeks ago was when he was laying on his bed eating a snack, and it was a glass bottle. <laughs> yeah. Good job, very good job. Awesome. Am I just eating because I'm bored? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, I can never remember the words of the song, but it, uh, we were just, I was just playing this before we recorded it. The lyrics are, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus, charming as an eel. And it goes on, uh, and he ta- he does take pride in it, kind of later on uh but uh obviously you know how the the rest of the movie goes i had some some different thoughts and part of it was uh misguided uh maybe but uh, when the movie started trying to catch it before i fell asleep <laughs> uh, i didn't realize until this year literally that uh he was in whoville and this would be related to uh, when Horton hears a who. Mm. These were who people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, Jim Carrey played Horton, both great movies, the elephant with the flower with mm. the piece of pollen on it, and he was uh, trying to save them. Uh, that And I thought Grinch was a who, who had just, who in... In you know, like modern terms, had been uh, bullied in school and had been a who, who became bad. And I was set straight on Sunday that that's not what happened. But, <laughs> uh, but so, it's... Yeah, I missed
1: it, a little bit of that. Like, he was dropped off at, a par- at the party or something? That they, so they explained it that there was, like, as... You know, parents are waiting for their who children to come as they typically do. The basket you know, on with the carousel thing. And, and the wind. A strange wind blew in that night. Oh, okay. And the, the Grinch's basket knocked off another person's basket, and he took the line of flight and ended up outside.
2: Those two old ladies that. Who were essentially yeah. having a <laughs>
1: swinger party with a key bowl in the middle of it. <laughs> are you, you two still you living? You two are still living? <laughs> so, carry
0: on, then, Brad. because
1: so
2: uh, well, it made me think of like Lord of the Rings, where Schmeagel was was once a, a normal hobbit and then became uh, his. He was corrupted, and mm. you know his idolatry uh, consumed him and became something um, uh, kind of superhuman because he never died. But well, I guess hobbits uh, lived a long time anyway. But there's the there's the typical human experience of starting out, uh, getting worse. Because of the... So we all experience trouble in life, but it's how we respond to that trouble that uh, we don't all necessarily... You know, like, everyone who's bullied in school doesn't turn into a, a school shooter or a Grinch or a Schmeagel. Um, Gollum. Gollum. Schmeagel was his original... Gollum, Turned yeah. into Gollum. Yeah. Uh, but we're all tempted in that direction. And... Uh, when you told me that, um, that he wasn't actually a who, I got thinking about um, human depravity. Mm-hmm. So, we all, we're all born into this world in sin. We have a sinful nature. We can't help but sin. Uh, we can't, not sin. And but we're not. We don't all get as bad as we can possibly get, uh, and. Uh, the salvation story and in, in uh, and I don't know what Dr. Seuss thought, but he certainly had some Christian uh, notions. Everybody does because they're created in the image of God. It's impossible, literally, to um, avoid. Uh, but you can. But it also makes for good movie making, story making. It's a it's a hero uh, movie and of the of the best kind because. Uh, uh, I won't, I'll leave it there because I want to go back to the Grinch. But it got me thinking about human nature. Uh, a pastor once told me that uh, we don't, none of us goes to hell uh, because we sin. Because that's universal. And in fact, we, we can't help but sin. We're all... Uh, we're all responsible for it somehow because of God's uh, justice. Um, but what we will be uh, rejected by God for or, or uh, judged to hell is for rejecting the solution, rejecting the cure. And in uh, um, I don't know that you, you see that in the Grinch. Because there's just some, uh, there's some change in the relationships. You see some change in his attitude and and stuff, but you don't see, um, uh, I guess, repentance or confession of sin. You don't see an, uh, um, uh a savior. Uh, we just see nice
0: yeah.
2: people. He
0: apologizes for stealing the toys, mm-hmm. but then. When the woman says her heart's taken by another from the mayor, he laughs at the mayor. You know, he lets out a big, ha! Ah. Well, I mean,
1: the mayor's his nemesis. Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, if, if his heart, had there been a, a repentance and a full transformation, although there's, there's probably truth in transformation being, gra- you know, taking time, but mm-hmm. there were a couple elements there that I saw, and that was one of them that, okay, he hasn't fully gotten his feet under him yet if they were, if but small steps yeah he's got room to
1: grow one his heart's got room to grow one more size (laughs) four sizes
2: that day it could be implied and all that but um uh and john he says uh you must be born again we Mm -hmm. don't we we don't chris the christian story is not that uh we help mean people to start being nice no uh in fact, I'm amazed whenever people who are not Christians can be. There are there are people who, uh, and we give credit to God for that because we're all created in the image of God. Again, um, proving that He's right. But it is amazing to me that some of these uh, uh, unbelievers um, are are nice people. Um, but it's, uh, that's not the salvation story. We need a new heart. We need to be uh, brought from death to life inside. And uh, it's it's literally impossible to do in human strength. So uh, at some point, we, uh, we need to surrender our, ourselves to the Lord. And it doesn't happen in a heartbeat either. You know, this change, uh, that's kind of the humorous, some of the silly part of of the grinch as he sees some of these changes happen in him so suddenly. I'm like yeah, I don't. That's what makes it fiction. That was makes it cute entertainment because it's it's not true to life. Some people have some some uh, radical instant life-changing experiences, but generally uh, I see salvation as uh, not the finish point but the starting point and and uh, there's a lot of a lot of work that the the Lord needs to be needs to do in us, that doesn't doesn't happen quickly. And uh, maybe I'm saying some of that in in self defense because I've been at it for <laughs> forty years, and I still have a long ways to go myself. Just ask my wife. Uh, but it is an enter- entertaining story, and it has conversation starters that we can uh, talk to friends or. Children, families, and the hope. I think that's that's a big thing, in, in counseling, that's probably the main word is is hope. Is uh, what changes people? That's often the difference between life and death, and in, in uh, suicidal thinking, or giving up on a marriage, uh, or uh, uh, who knows what other challenges. If if uh, you can inspire, or give hope to someone, then you can. Keep going, and and this movie uh, inst- instilled hope uh, towards a person uh, where most, including himself, probably had uh, had given up.
1: And that's like going back to that word redemption. While there's not necessarily a clear savior in the Grinch that's identified, there's that heart shift. There is that mm-hmm. point of. <clears throat> I don't have to be continuing to be what I am. I can change. Mm-hmm. Th- th- there, there's another opportunity for me to be that. And I'm thinking, as you were talking about that whole thing, and a realistic viewpoint, thinking about like the, the lead singer of Mercy Me's life growing up with his dad. It was well documented. His dad was like super abusive, mm-hmm. like not a great person until the Lord got hold of him. Mm-hmm. And then his relationship with his dad was phenomenally awesome. And, you know, we talked about how much of a godly man he was that and he had that opportunity of redemption so we can look at people and Mike, this was kind of like your point that you're making earlier we can look at someone and say oh you know they're not they're obviously not going to heaven or like they're so miserable or whatever and we can look on the surface but we're still just seeing what they want us to see anyways yeah. we're not seeing their struggles mm-hmm. we're not seeing what they're hearing at night when they're trying to go to sleep or find peace in their life or or they're hurt or whatever yeah. is behind what they want us to see, we don't. We don't get that. Yeah. But it only takes a moment. It only. It, it, I mean, it might take lots of moments for someone to be nice and friendly and cordial, but eventually those those defenses do fall down. No. Yep. And when you get to actually know people, and can see where they're coming from. It changes our hearts too, because it gives increases our levels of patience. It increases our level of the amount of grace that we want to give.
2: Mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm.
1: things, you know, think about. You know, that old saying, you know, walk a mile and someone's shoes. It, but it only takes, anybody can change and have a redemptive story. Anybody can, can walk away from whatever they're being anchored to or tied to or persona that they've been given out or cold-hearted, thick-walled, whatever you want to be. It might just be the one, you might just be the one person that causes that wall to fall down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just because they've got a wall, just because they've got this personality, <clears throat> you shouldn't just discard that. Right. And we, you know, we go back to it didn't air last year, last week, but the idea of just being available to the Holy Spirit and saying yes in those moments. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit nudges you to, to to interact with somebody that is a Grinch. Yep. Well, T- you, take that opportunity.
0: And you saw Cindy Lou who being intentional too, like she was. Uh, then in the mailroom, her dad was saying that look at it, look at his mailbox. There's no in or out. There never is, you know. And she's like, well, why, you know? And then she goes and she interviews the the two ladies that raised the Grinch, and she interviews the uh, the girl that had a crush on him, and she interviews the, what's it, Martha May, Martha May, uh, mm. and interviews a love interest, <laughs> a love interest. Yeah, you got to have a romantic interest. Mm-hmm. In and yeah, interviews yeah. the mayor, you know, and. Uh, like she was intentional about it, and that she intentionally made her way up there to see him and invite him, in or to intentionally ask the town to make him the uh, holiday uh, cheermeister. Holiday cheermeister. Right? <laughs> so, um, so even behind the scenes, and I think there's there's a a uh, an illustration of some of what we do is we when we intentionally love people with the hopes of. Uh, being able to demonstrate Christ's love to them um, is that we we look for those things. We try and understand their story. We reach out to them, even when it's difficult. Um, so there, you, even and I and that's part of the redemptive, the the story of redemption is is mm-hmm. having somebody I think who is willing to invest in us. Somebody who sees a value in us or or in the person that you're you're working with there's it's uh if you want a christ figure in that movie it it might be her she certainly Mm -hmm. looked at the grinch as being as valuable as two thousand pigs you know like jesus did with the demoniac and so um she didn't make a sacrifice of her of herself in order to you know have his you know for him to be forgiven or but uh i do think there's a motif there of you know the christ figure a little bit
2: Mm-hmm. She saw past the, uh, the externals, beyond, deeper. The, uh, I was thinking of lo- hope. Uh, you mentioned hope, too, and I was, I was thinking of where that is in the Bible. I know in, in, uh, in the love chapter, it's mentioned as a, an aspect of love. Uh, it's, isn't it 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, love always, er, uh, Love is patient, love is kind. Let's do it. Help me out. Love does is, not... Well, does this would not, be a great time. does no, be not... Good it <laughs> <me bring> <laughs> up on my phone. It, it doesn't I, delight in evil. I think that's an important one. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Uh, always, uh, there's always trust. Always hopes is in there. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, maybe it's there at the end of it all. Uh, love is patient.
0: Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is proud. Or it is not proud, rather. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but there, where, uh, where there are prophecies, they will cease. And then it goes on from there. Where there are tongues, they'll be uh, still... Is it
2: end where the and then is these three remain love, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Uh, yeah. It might be somewhere else, but um,
0: yeah, it's at the end, and these three remain: faith, hope, and love. But the greatest is love.
1: So one could Mike actually make a say that well, she is not necessarily a croissant, chrisophony in any way, shape, or form in the movie, but she personifies every part that you just mentioned with love. All right. She fills it out, so you know she was love, mm-hmm. and that's what actually melted. And change Grinch's heart.
2: Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, the world, the world. I don't know why it is. Maybe it's just spiritual or whatever. But the the world loves uh, maybe ninety percent of Christianity, but the last ten percent where you got to admit Jesus is right. God. He and I need to. Submit myself that's to the, him. That's the submission part. Yeah. I still want to be God of my life. I need to die into and to yep. self and admit I've been wrong. Idolatry yep. making myself God and such. But um, faith, hope, and love. Uh, hope is huge because that's that's what uh, I mentioned about the Grinch. I've often had trouble in the love chapter with love always trusts. Mm-hmm. Uh when you're talking about forgiveness and, and then uh, trust and, and forgiveness are different and how love always trusts. Like if I'm always trusting, then I'm really going to be gullible. So that's maybe for another topic, another day. <laughs> but um, I I think it's easy to see, especially after talking like this, how love always hopes, uh, literally, because God and uh People will have different gifts and different callings. It makes it easier. I actually find it easier to, to work with uh, inmates in prison than talking to people in church. <laughs> I don't know why, but it, you know, I, uh, I find it easier to hope that God can, is and will do something in their life, including through me, uh, working with them in the state system. Then, in, uh, like, last Sunday in church, you know, talking to whoever happens by eating cookies and... And maybe Sunday isn't the... uh, But I usually say I like... uh, I I like freaks and geeks. I'm more comfortable with them than uh, popular uh, people who have it all together.
0: So you would have been wanted to hang out with the Harry Green Grinch.
2: I don't know about Grinch because he's he's mean. He's not just... But
0: he, he
1: wasn't as a child. But he wasn't... A, he, he. Yeah, that's just... The right, thing. as a kid, I would have been drawn to him. Even that, like, people took him in. It wasn't obviously their... Yeah. They were trying to show him love in, like, one event Yeah. And, but of it, feeling bullied at school. And how many
0: times do we carry those past... Injuries or past hurts around with us, though. Yeah. You know, like unresolved issues that he had. Yeah. Um, we carry those for
1: a lifetime sometimes. Well, as I think, like sticks and stones may break break bones, but names will never hurt me. But they do. Yeah, it's a that is a fallacy. Like mm-hmm. you, people, what you say, can leave lingering damage. Yep. To a person's heart and soul.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: We're gonna cover. Uh, I
0: have a. We're gonna look at sin. In the, um, in, in the end of January and beginning of February, so I'm sure everybody will be excited about that.
2: Yeah, invite your friends. <laughs> yeah, invite your friends. <laughs> We're gonna talk
0: about pronoun, hospitality, and transphobia Ooh. and or transgender stuff. But one of them is um, victim, being a victim, uh, victimizing. As both of those as being sinful, uh, because in you know in Christ in god's kingdom there are no victims you know jesus Mm -hmm, took care of mm, that so mm -hmm.
1: uh we're gonna talk a little
0: bit hot button oh yeah
2: i
1: got some good ones in there so are you gonna talk about trans ageism now because that's the new thing now too
0: Mm. (laughs) i have not heard about trans ageism is that where you i can identify as a 16 year old oh great
2: both are covered in the lady ballers movie Oh, I have not mm-hmm. seen that uh, yet. Daily Wire should like probably promote that. Here. <laughs> I don't know that it's for uh, you know adolescent no, girls, <laughs> but uh, I think it has an excellent ending. And
1: uh, we'll going uh, back to the Grinch, like just something else that's kind of like popping out to me as we're sitting here talking about it is that it took a little child to challenge the thought process. Yeah. Of how everybody else was perceiving Christmas. Something about the whole Christmas in Whoville didn't sit right with Cindy Lou. Mm-hmm. And it took her questioning it and her challenging it. That's what led her to the
0: Grinch. Yeah, she even said when they were shopping, isn't this a little too, isn't this a little much?
1: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yep. And nobody, everybody want, what a great daughter you got there, Lou. Like, everybody kind of wanted to dismiss her thoughts of, in her heart, mm-hmm. as something different. But it really was, it was... Her intentionality through the whole thing that shifted everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can have a ripple effect just by being intentional. Yep.
2: And and I not think,
1: being afraid to question something.
2: Well, yeah, and I we lose our ability to when we get older. I think that's a a, a plug for uh, age group ministry too. Not, I shouldn't say age group. Uh, it's not always good to split up age uh, ministry by ages but just the opposite intergenerational amendment ministry we need to listen to our young folks mm-hmm. and give them a the chance to talk ask questions and, we don't um, need to do that now though do we
1: do not. <laughs> well because i'm really by. concerned about that now <laughs>
2: yeah, i'd like to it, hear that doesn't I mean they're, i got that a does, lot to say <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean they're always right not either, Levi. <laughs> as a as a parent, it can be, well, it's exciting in the beginning to have kids, but after a while it's like, why, why, why? Uh, age four-ish or whatever. It's like, I, uh, boy, that's irritating. <laughs> uh, but they're learning. And uh, especially in the church, we need to be careful to uh, invite that. Maybe not just welcome it, but go after it mm-hmm. and uh, seek it. Because a uh, church is I don't know if churches in particular, but they certainly have a reputation. You know, they talk about dogma, tradition, don't ask questions. It's a sin to doubt or um, just believe. Uh, the Bible says it. I, I believe it. That settles it. Uh, we need to uh, encourage the young folks to ask questions and point out blind spots.
0: And, I, and I, that's part of what I love about the kids' club, um, questions with Pastor Mike. Mm-hmm. I, they had to move to today because uh, Lori wasn't available yesterday, and so um, you know they just ask great questions. Like um, Avery and uh, Evie got their own Bibles this just last week, and so they're asking why. You know the NIV. Well, you know this is what's the difference between all the different versions. So yeah. you know I got into the whole. I mean, we went all the way, we went to the Council of Trent and the Council of Rome and how the Bible was created. And well, why, you know, I've heard like the King James is all this thee, thou, and though. And, you know, so we talked about the King James and how King James didn't agree with some passages. So he had them removed and he wanted his name in there as well and all this stuff. And um, it was just, they're, they're asking questions about that. And what, when you get to eternity, who, you know, if you could have a conversation with one biblical figure, who would it be? And, um, I said <laughs> and, Paul. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I said Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I said Peter. But um, the, uh, <laughs> and then I got to tell this story. Evie goes, so I'm getting the vibe that when a man and a woman sleep together, they have a baby. <laughs> like, well, Evie, you might want to talk your to your mom about yeah. that. One. <laughs> yeah, but I loved how she said it. I'm getting this vibe, <laughs> like she's 16 years old. Putting, putting this together. <laughs> yeah. So, Sean, if you're listening to this,
2: <laughs> it might be time for the talk. kids are smart. They are, and they, they do challenge smart. you. Some adults are put off by that, but yeah. you've been a, done a good job of. Encouraging.
0: Well, and, and, and it's great conversation. So Eli and I, well, we went, his question was about um, judgment. You know that uh, what heaven was going to be like, and you know when you get to the gates of heaven, do you and you? There's a throne, a judgment there, and uh, so we were asking questions about. Well, did Jesus die for our sins? Yes. So what do we do with that? Well, we have to receive that forgiveness. Okay, so then. What happens? Well when you die you're gonna to go to heaven and you're gonna be judged. I'm like, Well what are we gonna be judged on? Well our sins. I said, Well I thought God I got I thought his son already took on that judgment yeah. and that and paid that that punishment. Well those sins since then. You know, so the conversation just kinda of <laughs> yeah. like, like, well then we're then it's more of a behavior, you know, it's almost like our works are what save us. No, that's not, we know that's not true. So it was just, and I don't know, how old's Eli? He's the oldest 12. one in there, 12. It is, so we've got, and Avery's probably 12 as well. I mean, it's, um, Jackson, I think is seven. So it's between seven and 12 year olds. And they're having these conversations yeah. and asking incredible conversations, and incredible questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So one of these times I'm going to give them wrong answers, so they go home and tell their parents <laughs> the wrong answer. We'll see. see if the parents are really paying attention.
1: This church census drops by 50%. <laughs>
2: Depending on what he says is wrong, it might right. grow. <laughs> That's true. It might grow
0: if you say the what's, say a wrong thing. Yeah. Um, so well, we covered the Grinch? We've probably covered the Grinch yeah. well enough, I think. And you've
1: got to roll out of here at 6. Yeah. What's, what's the next week's movie? I don't know. We're, Do we want to try another take at It's a Wonderful Life?
2: We could. Yeah, we got it. We could uh, have that
1: conversation a third time. Got it, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> or Home Alone movie.
0: Or Christmas Story. What else is out there? Christmas
1: with the Cranks.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we covered the Grinch in, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and the Griswolds. White yeah.
2: White Christmas.
0: No, I just can't do this singing and dancing. <laughs> I, I can't do
1: a four-hour Christmas. It's movie. it's a pretty
0: long movie. The bells of St. Mary's. Oh, I thought we were gonna do Die Hard for the last one. <laughs> I thought I that's. Mean, w- I'm game.
2: I would do it's Die probably Hard. Probably free on YouTube. I haven't seen it in years. Oh, you gotta see it.
0: <laughs> it's not Christmas until you see Hans Gruber falling from the top of the I mean, Nagatake. Whatever you that you could
1: is. always put it on like the TNT version and everything's bleeped right out. Yippee yippee kaye mother <laughs> lover Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I've heard I've heard it's mother lover and mother Hubbard and I'm like all right. So it's
2: like you're gonna use mother Hubbard like they just like <laughs> just bleep it out like we know what you're substituting but
1: to yep. take John McClane and make him say mother Hubbard like dude just ran over glass ex- <laughs> survived an explosion. But oh, there's <laughs> a meme about
0: leaving out a. Uh, an extra two ma- two extra magazines, an extra pair of shoes, and a pack of cigarettes for John McClane <laughs> on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so I'm game for whatever you guys decide. I don't care. I'll, I'll watch whatever.
1: I mean, I think we could talk about Die Hard for quite a while, but I'm not sure we're going to get any spiritual substance to make it last that long.
0: What's our audience want? I'm waiting for a call in. Yeah. Nothing.
1: Nothing. <laughs> Die Hard. It is. <laughs> uh,
2: Polar Express. Our, our, yeah, yeah, that's popular too.
0: Oh, okay. oh, that one's hard
2: for me to watch.
0: <laughs> I would say our Maybe audience. you do like
1: Steven Tyler closing out that movie.
0: <laughs> I'm guessing our audience would lean more towards Die Hard than. Yeah. We
2: did the National Lampoon, so <laughs> yeah, you should, could probably pull something from that. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, we'll we'll text around and I'll ask some of the guys that aren't. You know that are I know that are listening and see what their their take is.
2: All right, Sean, let us know what. You're... That's right, Sean. <laughs> uh, Ryan. Since you're not here,
0: um, well, we can ask around. All right. <laughs> and Deb Johnston. Deb, <laughs> what movie? Should what movie would like? you like us to rip apart? She's at home going. Oh yes, please do the bells of Saint Mary. Could be good. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean,
1: not to be a complete geek about this, but every single one of the Hobbits and the Lord of the Rings movies came out in December. So there's.
0: That's just because it's so. a big Hollywood time to make money. <laughs>
2: but doesn't that make it a Christmas movie? As much oh. as uh, Rambo is, I guess. Yeah. Well. All right. Let's be average and see you church on Sunday.